Bauhaus, take me away. Hour. My name is Darian. I am back for another season, episode, week, month, year, hour. I'll give you a good 25 minutes of horror, bullshit, nonsense, and other stuff. My main man buddy's in the house. Hey, what's going on, man? What's going on, big buddy? Oh, what man. did we miss, dude? We oh, missed you. Oh, dude. Missed you guys. What's happening? What did we What did we miss out on? Uh, so, it was my birthday as well, mm-hmm. along with dailies. Uh, we went to uh, Circus Circus. Very Took cool. the kids there. They had nice. a good time. And, uh, did you win any stuffed animals? Oh, of course they did. You nice. Know? Yeah. Um, they even have a pool. Like they shared the pool with the uh, El Dorado. That oh, was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know they actually shared one. Right on. Uh, see what else? Um, work has been pretty crazy lately. Uh, nice. Yeah, and I am getting ready to go to Chicago. Oh yeah, what yes. are you doing, Chi Town? Um, our new five hundred one building. They just need help over there, supervising and all that kind of stuff. More so. work. More yeah. work. That's what you're doing over there. Yeah. So I am uh, going to start off on vacation. So I'm on vacation now. I leave for Washington State tomorrow. Sweet. Um, I'm going to drive at night so I can just get there and not and like avoid all traffic. You taking the bike or no? Uh, no, going to take the car. Okay. Good um, idea. And so it'll be just Violet and I heading up there. Very and cool. And she's never been to Washington, so do some fun stuff up that way. And then after uh, I get back, a week and a half, then I fly out for two weeks to Chicago. Sweet. Um, and then it's possible I'll be there for another two weeks. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be gone for like... Uh, Almost a month and a half. Probably until next summer. <laughs> yeah. That's what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. yeah. So nice. after, after today, I won't be here for at least Ever. a month. Forever. <laughs> this, is, this is curtains for you, buddy. <laughs> right. Right on, man. Well, well, that sounds busy. Yeah, yeah. It's just been nonstop trying to get everything squared away at work before I go. Right. And, uh, man, it's been it's been a long couple weeks. Sounds like it. Yeah. Sounds like it has. Yeah. Rough action, dude. Yeah. Well, I got good news for you. Yeah, what do you got? The temperature is back to 105. Uh, oh, I know. I was kind of enjoying bullshit. that hurricane in California. It's yeah. like, all right, I cooled us down. Cooled Thank us you. Down. We got a little <laughs> rain here and there. Got, uh, got to go home from football practice early a couple of nights, (laughs) and now we're right back to 105. Yeah, it was was good while it lasted. Yeah, (laughs) what, two and a half days? Yeah, Yeah, I'll take it. Of course, that had to land right on my wife's birthday. Yeah, of course. Fucking shit. Mm -hmm. God damn fucking... California is what it is, dude. <laughs> yeah. I know it's not their fault, but I'm going to blame them anyway. That's right. Fuck but, those guys. But it's better than the smoke that we had the year before. You know, I don't mind. I didn't mind the smoke. Yeah, I mean, it's miserable, but once you got used to it, you're fine. Yeah. You know? You're like, <laughs> okay, I go outside, it's like smoking a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But uh, everything kind of looks Mad Maxi. Yeah, <laughs> true, yeah. But I thought it was kind of cool for, you know, a little while. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Rain, you ain't doing shit, man. They're going to close everything. Fuck it. Yeah, that's weird. Fuck that. All right. Anyway, enough about me uh, hating California. We got a regular horror show to get into here, buddy. Horror news, listener mail, all the usual shenanigans. Let's kick it off the little horror news there, amigo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> horror news yeah buddy what do you got for us all right you're not gonna believe this probably not saw the musical the unauthorized parody of saw coming to new york city this <laughs> halloween why i don't know after a widely successful run in philadelphia cooper jordan entertainment will bring saw the musical the unauthorized parody of Saw, off-Broadway this fall. It will begin performances on September 16th. In advance of its opening on Sunday, October 1st, the limited run is slated to run through January 1st next year at the AMT Theater, um, which is somewhere down there, Midtown Theater. Can, um, can I ask a question? Yeah. Who is who is asking for these horror uh, stage musicals? No idea. Well, somebody clearly is showing up to them, right? <laughs> I guess if nobody shows up, then they just pack it in and. Call I want to see somebody die with that, you know, that oh, some kind of a yeah, some kind of a <laughs> that, prop mishap, the, the weird oh yeah, whatever it's called, oh, yeah, malfunction, yeah, reverse bear trap. Yeah, I'd love to see how they pull that off, <laughs> right, in front of a live audience. Yeah, so Saw the Musical hilariously captures the events of the first movie, parodying the Saw that started it all, following from when Lawrence Gordon and Adam Stanhite find each other for the first time in the bathroom trap. Why do I feel like it's going to gay town? <laughs> right. I feel like they're going to make out. Maybe <laughs> but, it'll be better that way. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't think it will. <laughs> <laughs> you, you never know. But yeah, that's all I got. What do you got? Hey, now. Listen up, now, now. Um, <laughs> have you seen a movie called City of the Living Dead there, buddy? Sounds familiar. Uh, Lucio Fulci, part of his uh, Supernatural trilogy. My, my lovely son wrote a theme song for it. Shall I regale you? Sure. City of the living dead. If you're living in a city, it's a city of the living dead. All right. He just does that for like three hours. Okay. It's a city of the living dead. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) It is getting a 4K Blu-ray release by Cauldron Films. Hmm. Uh, That's actually probably my favorite Lucio Fulci movie. I might have to actually pick that one up. Right on. Are Are you staying up with this interview with the vampire show? Um, it's a show. It's not the movie. Okay, no. They made a show out of it. No, nope. uh, me okay. neither. Uh, and it's but the good news is that it's going to be streaming on Max uh, this October. HBO okay. Max. All right. I don't, I'm not too interested. You know. Yeah. To be honest with you, I'm not. I'm not. It's just uh, it's fruity. It's too fruity, dude. Too much yeah. romance. With I, I like a vampire situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't need him making out. Well, I mean, you know, Selma Hayek is yes. okay. Yeah. But like, nah. I don't, I don't, I don't need the frilly, the frilly Euro trash vampires. Right. Yeah. That's that's what I don't need. Uh, How you doing, bite? Exactly right. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I'm looking for a red fluid from your neck. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, Klaus. <laughs> I don't know why I named him Klaus. Uh, have you ever seen any of the Coffin Joe movies? No. They are batshit crazy. Hmm. 
They are Mexican horror films from the late 70s. Okay. And they're very loosely tied together by this one character named Coffin Joe. Hmm. Uh, there's a lot of nudity. Uh, some of it you d- really didn't ask for because okay. it's like a lot of fatty bobatties oh. f- flopping their boobies about. Okay. And they're doing like weird choreographed dances. <laughs> this will make you famous. <laughs> <laughs> make me have to go to the bathroom. Um <laughs> Six-disc Coffin Joe box set being released by Arrow Video this November. Box set. How many are we talking? Six. Six movies. I might actually pick this up because uh, I'm not a Coffin Joe fan, but it is something that I would would like to get to the bottom of Coffin Joe. Okay. Is is it the same character or is it just the same actor playing a, a similar dude? Mm-hmm. The, or he, like his his thing is that he has like a beard and he wears a top hat and he does like a lot of like Dracula hands. Oh yeah, and it's all in Spanish. So hmm. interesting. Even, even the subtitles don't make a lot of sense. <laughs> okay. So there's that. But uh, you you could squeeze one out to it probably. Oh. I don't know, depending on your thoughts on the, the chubbier. Oh. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Whatever you're into. Uh, Insidious: The Red Door. Oh, Have you seen it yet? Not yet. Me neither. Heard, heard good things. Okay. Uh, it's going to hit Blu-ray next month. Wow, that's fast. Yeah, very fast. That was just out, like what, late July, mid-July? Mm-hmm. And uh, booyah, right to uh, to Blu-ray. Hmm. Have you ever heard of a show called Wolf Like Me? Yeah. What I, Did you watch it? No. Me neither. I did not hear good things. Okay. Uh, what's her name? Ilsa Isla? Isla Fisher? Ilsa Fisher? Yeah, ISLA Fisher, yeah. Yeah, that one. ISLA Fisher. <laughs> whatever, whatever you want to call yourself there, young lady. Is Los Angeles Fisher. That, that's what it is. <laughs> that is her full name. That's what it is. Is Los Angeles Fisher. <laughs> uh, I guess, So I guess the first season was just her kind of flirting with the idea of possibly being a werewolf. Okay. And then towards the end, you finally got the reveal that she was a werewolf. That sounds like a lot of waste time. A lot of romance. I, I think uh, with uh, Owen Wilson, I think, was the, the love interest. Whoa. Or maybe it was Luke Wilson. I don't know. I never watched it. Uh, Owen Wilson's the one with the broken nose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that one. Guy. <laughs> Whoa, those are bad hombres. <laughs> is, uh, is the... <laughs> oh, Hi. <laughs> Is Los Angeles Fisher? Wow! <laughs> wow! Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, season two is hitting Peacock this October. If you give a shit, I think we clearly do not. So let's move right into some listener mail, my friend. All right, <laughs> all right. Listener mail. Yes, sir, buddy. We got emails and voicemails and all kinds of listener correspondence here, my friend. Nice. Uh, let's start things off down in Southern California. Here comes our main man, Tony. Hey, Tony. Tony's in the house. Uh-oh. There's an attachment. All right. Oh, here we go, Tony. <laughs> Let me just uh, make get a little privacy over here. <laughs> Uh, subject line, Darien is a turd, of course. Oh. Thank you very much for that, Tony. And uh, <laughs> It's another gay porn cover. <laughs> this time he actually put our names on it, Darien oh. and Buddy. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
It's white trash, <laughs> and uh, there's two of me and one of you, and we appear to be going down on an African American gentleman. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> well done, Tony. Well done. It clearly states up here, starring Darian and Buddy. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Wow. Oh, that guy. is some talent right there, Tony. <laughs> right? But hey, Tony, listen, man. I will get you a better picture of me. This is fat fuck Darian that you're using. I've trimmed down quite a bit. I've gotten my facial hair into a better situation. Uh, if I could, I will send you a better picture. Quit, stop <laughs> using the fat fuck picture, man. So I funny. hate that shit. <laughs> uh, right on, Tom. Thanks for the artwork, amigo. Uh, looks like we got some voicemails here, buddy. All right. All right. Let's kick things off with our main man in Alabama. Here comes Alan. Hey, Alan. From the land of Cha-Cha. What's up? What's up, Alan? Everybody's doing okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. Mr. Garion, you're in the tall grass. You got it. The Terror Dome. Hmm. Give me... um, I'll get back to that. Anyway... Uh, what I watched this week, I watched a movie called Slacks about Killer Pants. Killer Pants, I've seen that one. I didn't hate it. I wasn't, it's stupid. uh, about 15 minutes of a movie called The Amityville Death Toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it wasn't that I hated it, I just remembered I wanted to watch a documentary about ska music more than I wanted to watch that. I so mean... So I didn't finish it. I'll probably go back and watch it. I don't think you need to. I also watched Deadstream. What did you think of that? Loved mm-hmm. that movie. That's a good show, that right? That movie was amazing. Hilarious. Anyway, um... Meat Hook. Sir. Horror TV shows. I'm gonna go stuff when I was a kid, because I loved it. I was, okay. That show Monsters, absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. That would be number one. Okay. Number two would be Tales from the Dark Side. Okay. Best That might have been one of my first exposures to horror. boy. And then um, number three, I guess I'm going to go with, like, uh, American Horror Story or something. Sure. I, mean, I don't, I don't know. American Horror Story with me has been real hit or miss. I, I get that. Some of it, some of it, like, well, this is awful. <laughs> um. Lord, who was in the Terror Dome? It was some people. Jesse Lee and the um, monster. It was definitely people. I'm going to go with whoever Darian went with. That's okay. That's I don't. Yep, whoever Darian went with. Okay. That's my pick. I'm into that. All right, y'all have a good He's one. He's putting his faith in me. Wow. That's a bad move there, Alan. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put you down for Jesse Lee. Alan, because uh, he's a vampire and the monster is just a deformed Tardo, from what I gather. Who do you think would win in that fight? You know who the monster is, who I'm talking about? No. Have you ever seen the movie Funhouse? Mm-mm. Okay. Do you know who Jesse Lee is? Nope. Clearly, this whole one-off Terradome idea of mine is backfiring right <laughs> in my face. <laughs> Jesse Lee is Lance Henriksen's vampire character from Near Dark. Oh, yeah, yeah. And okay. you have to see Funhouse to see. He's basically, uh, these knucklehead kids decide they're going to try to spend the night inside in a, one of those. In inside a carny Funhouse. Okay, maybe I did see that one. And what they see <clears throat> is the, uh, like the owner's son running around in a mask. He tries to have sex with the fortune teller lady. Uh, she's like a prostitute on the side, but he nuts too fast. So she's like, well, I'm keeping your money. And he's like, Murr! and he freaks out and kills her. And the kids see that, and then he sees them, and now he's got to try to kill them because they saw what happened. 
Wow. So there's that. All right, I'll go for the vampire. That a baby. <laughs> that a baby does. There, buddy. And Alan, that's three more. That's two more for Jesse Lee. I had a feeling this would go this way. I mean, the Funhouse is a good show, but there's no vampires or anything. It's just a deformed Tardo, you know? Yeah. And I didn't say the R word. I called him a Tardo. <laughs> totally, completely different thing. <laughs> Right on. Thanks for calling in, Alan. Let's get down to Southern California again. Here comes our main man, Tom Hardy, in the house. Hey, Tom Hardy. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Padded room. How's my favorite degenerate? Hey, we're hanging. I've been missing you. I've been uh, too fucking busy, but uh, I had to get in this week. And, yes, sir. Uh, get to you real quick. Okay. Uh, anyway, hope all is well. The, uh, the Terror Dome tonight. I know we got the uh, vampire from Near Dark. Yes, sir. The Fun House, I believe it is. Correct, Amundo. The Vampire from Near Dark. I mean, yeah, this that's going to be a blowout. And yeah, the Fun House is all fine, but I don't know. I, I'll take the Vampire. I feel like it's more brutal. That's a that's a solid Got run. more experience. I'll take the Vamp. I like it. Um, hey, on the um, the meat hooks there. Yeah, TV man, shows, horror TV shows. Man, I, I don't feel like there's been like a whole lot of really great ones. But, uh, uh, hmm. you know, I, I got a few. Okay. What do you think? Stock and standard answers. Sure. But uh, I know the X-Files wasn't a truly, you know, just straight straight horror flick. You know, that was show, some pretty, pardon me. pretty good episodes. But it episodes, had some horror though. elements. Yeah. They had some Monster of the Week episodes. Sure. So, uh, and I was into it, man. I was down with that. Uh, somewhere in the middle of the fucking the run of the show, man. That was my Sunday night, bro. Oh, yeah. Um, number two, I... It was horror. It was horror. Fucking The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was great when it first came out, man. Oh, first yeah. couple of seasons. I mean, it, yeah, it started to get real drama Yeah. Kind of more about uh, the drama and less about the zombies. It's true. But I, I loved it, man. I, I loved it. I, I admit I dropped out season eight, I nine, think we all did. Like we that. all did. We all did. Probably Tom kept Hardy. it up on Netflix, but. Who uh, has time for that? And, and the number one for me, and this one was huge, man. What's that? Friday the 13th, the series. I don't understand. Hmm. All right, first off, I know there's no Creep show in there. There's no uh, Tales from the Crypt or whatever. That's fine. But I didn't have cable growing up, but I did have that. It was like, I don't know, it was on one of the major channels. Like the only horror you could find. Yeah, it was like like uh, Saturday at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah, it was campy. Yeah, it was silly. But I don't know. I, I always enjoyed it. I still <laughs> think it's a fun little concept. Sure. And, uh, I like the show myself. Had nothing to do with uh, uh, on Chris the, uh, <laughs> No. Oh, fuck. On the educating department. Come on now. feel like I should know this. You should know like this. I knew the Blair Witch too. the you, Book of Shadows. You didn't call in. I feel like I should know this. You should know this I, one. Fuck, I just don't. But you don't. By the way, speaking of Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows. Sir. You might want to check out this YouTube channel. Okay. A uh, good bad flick, and they do a full breakdown on on the Book of Shadows, the uh, Blair Witch Two flick. Okay. I always kind of thought the flick was fun. Yeah. Had that hot goth chick and yeah. that fucking oh she was bad. little Wiccan girl, but it, she was okay. After mm-hmm. watch, GP'd. That's fine. Have you ever seen Blair Witch Two: Book oh, of Shadows? Yeah. yeah. What do you think? I liked it. Yeah, you're not yeah. mad at it. No. A lot of people are furious at that movie. No, I liked it. I understand why. It's because they want another Blair Witch project. Yeah, it was in, it was completely different. It I mean, they were is. at that that 
I don't know what the, was a ho- not a hotel it was like a cabin or something. It was like, like that a, on a it was like an abandoned factory. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought the concept was dope. And if yeah. you, I, I'm not going to get into my, all my conspiracy theories, but technically it could be canon to the franchise. Hmm. I'm just going. I'm just. I'm not going to do it. I've already done it. I'm not going to do it again. Tom Hardy called back like the champion he is. G motherfucking P, bro. Uh, yes, please. Anyway, as I was saying, man, give oh. it a shot. It's like a, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 minute uh, okay. video of it. Uh, like I said, good, bad flick uh, for Book of Shadows, too. It's pretty fun, man. Sure. It's, it's, like I said, it really improved the movie for me. Okay. Uh, last thing I wanted to mention real quick on the what are you looking at department. Yeah, what do you got? I did get to catch that uh, knock at the cabin flick. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't know. All in all, I thought it was pretty decent. All right. Uh, I watched it. I thought it was awesome. okay, fair enough. Sure. I thought it was like uh, an M. Night Shyamalan flick where the twist is there is no twist. It is what it is. Okay. But um, then I heard another fucking review on it, and this motherfucker was going off on it, how oh. it was like uh, fucking anti-gay and like, oh, oh here we go. Kill each other. And I was like, what the fuck is going on, man? Just enjoy the goddamn flick. Watch it for what it is. Have fun. Watch a fucking movie. You can't if do you that. If you don't anymore. like this movie, don't watch this fucking movie. You're not allowed to do that. I don't know. Uh, Whatever. I've grown <laughs> on long enough. I hope all is well. Love you, like family. Bye now. Love you too, Tom Hardy. Take care of yourself down there, amigo. Yeah. Woo! Good Lord. Man. That's what I hate about this whole concept of elevated horror. You know yeah. what I mean? You can't just watch a horror movie anymore. Mm-mm. You got to read into it. You got to find some fucking political stance or some other horse shit. Yeah. Just look, watch look the fucking for the movie. Bad. Huh? They got to look for the bad in it. Yeah. Or make, you know, oh, Scream 7 was about, uh, clearly uh, was for anti-trans kids or whatever. Yeah. Get fucked. Just make a fucking movie that's scary. It's not mm-hmm. hard. It's not hard. Keep your politics to yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. Buddy, do you have anything for Tom Hardy, Alan, or uh, Gay Porn Tony? <laughs> that's his new name, Gay Porn <laughs> gay Tony. Porn Tony. <laughs> Thanks for calling and writing in. And uh, the artwork mm-hmm. as well there, mm-hmm. uh, listeners. Thank you guys very much. Um, Buddy, who do you think would win in a... Well, you don't know. You said Jesse Lee, right? Yeah. All right, I already put you down then. Uh, your homework assignment, since you have three months before you come back, <laughs> is to watch Fun House and Near Dark, and then uh, report back. Okay. In the meantime, it's time for a movie, Hot Dogger. Campsite slasher films. Max's mom plays Nancy, this shy girl next door. Nice legs. What time they open? It's cool you get to remember your mom this way. At least I get to see her on the anniversary of her death, even if she is being chased by a psycho. But I'll give you a hand with those melons. Talking about her boobs. The writing is so bad. 
noise. It's Billy. He's coming. Everyone who has sex in this movie dies. It's awesome. No sex. Selfie time. Okay. How do we get out of here? The movies like this end when the final girl kills the bad guy and the credits roll. That's all. That's the final girl. We just have to stay with her till the end of the movie. Oops. I want people to keep the hard work. I want chainsaws, big ass knives, and I want them now. That's right, buddy. It's the Final Girls from 2015. Yes. This one got 6.5 stars on IMDb, directed by Todd Strauss-Schulson, written by M.A. Fortin, stars Tasia Farmiga, Malin Ackerman, and Adam Devine. Divine. Devine or Divine. <laughs> I don't know. The guy from, uh, from fucking uh, Workaholics. That guy. The chubby yes. kid. Right on, man. This, is, uh, this one's a horror comedy, I'd say. Oh, yeah. 90, more comedy 90% comedy <laughs> yeah like 8% horror 2% drama mom daughter romance whatever you call it the bonding bonding issue, yeah. uh, family family drama uh so we start off with the trailer amigo mm-hmm. for a very campy uh uh 80s horror flick called camp bloodbath yes and it's your standard uh, Friday the 13th ripoff. oh yeah guy with a stupid mask running around killing kids at a summer camp mm-hmm. love it I'm already yeah. on board, man. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm like, yeah, I'll check that movie out. Uh, from there, we find out that Tasia Farmiga is watching it on her phone in a car. And her mom uh, comes out of a building and gets in the car. She looks very pissed off. It's uh, Her yeah. name's – she's played by Malene Ackerman. And uh, we find out that her mom is one of the original actresses from Camp Bloodbath. Yeah. Right? And uh, she's had – a very not good career ever since Camp Bloodbath. Yeah, they keep saying, oh, yeah, you're from there. Oh, yeah. we don't want you. Yeah, you're that. Oh, yeah, I remember you. Yeah. Yeah. Typecasted. I ma- yeah, I, I imagine that happens. Oh, lot. yeah, I'm sure. But, but you can you can spin it, though. Oh, you yeah. Know? You do like a Robert England and just keep hammering checks and making shitty horror films. Mm-hmm. You're working well into your 80s and 90s. Yeah. You know, you're not making any, you're not going to get any Academy Awards. But you're gonna you're gonna be a working actor, mm-hmm. and you'll hammer those those Freddy Krueger residual checks. Yep, all the way to the bank, baby. That's right. I could be a shitty. I could be the shitty uh, killer or victim. Nine, ten, twenty three sequels. Help me again. Help me again. He's gonna kill me again for the third time. <clears throat> 
Anyway, she can't find work as an actress. Now we're gonna we're cutting to present day, obviously. She can't find work as an actress because she's the camp bloodbath girl. Mm-hmm. She's all pissed off. Uh, I also gather that her love life hasn't been exactly successful. Uh, she gets in the car with Tasia Farmiga. We're gonna meet her. Her name is Max, mm-hmm. which I assume is short for Maxine or Maxine. What else? Max uh, Maxi Pad. I don't know. <laughs> I had a friend uh, named Maxine. <laughs> I had a friend named Max when I was a kid, and goddamn if I didn't call him Maxi Pad. Every, oh yeah, every fucking chance I got. <laughs> Max Maxi Maxi Pad. There it is. I'm sorry. I'm a I'm a it's mature Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Maxi Pad. Come on, let's go to the mall. <laughs> right. Um, so they get in the car and we get kind of like a depressing, oh, you know, they're going to give me a call back later. And, oh, they keep saying, oh, you're the girl from bloodbath. And I'm like, ah, yeah, no, we're not going that route. So then they get in the car and they're driving and, uh, we're feeling kind of down about the whole thing. But then her song comes on, which is Betty Davis eyes by the Mm -hmm. clash. And they're lip syncing and they're having a great time. What they're not doing is watching the fucking road. Yeah. Buddy. It was really obvious what was going to happen. Oh, yeah. I hate that shit. <laughs> yeah. Watch the fucking road. Mm-hmm. Why don't you? Because I think that scene is probably a good three minutes, maybe 13 seconds of her with her hands on the wheel looking at the road. Right. The rest, the rest of, of the time is like singing and around dancing and, and, and yeah. talking to her daughter and just blammo, gets sideswiped, uh, rolls <laughs> the car like 35 times, mm-hmm. and then uh, Max wakes up a little while later like... I don't know, but she wakes up from a nightmare, and now her mom is dead. Yeah. And she's now living with her aunt. Three years later? Three years later, and um, I think just her aunt, right? I think so. Yeah. So that sucks. Uh, And now Max went from being, like, the the smart kid to being the dreary, uh, you know, failing all her classes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not really a goth girl, but just, like, doesn't give a fuck type of an individual. So uh, now we're going to catch up with Max three years after that. Uh, Basically, she gets up, immediately puts home movies onto her uh, bedroom VCR. How depressing. Yeah. It's like, why would you Uh, do that? Why would you do that to yourself, man? Well, it's just saying, I'm never, ever going to move on. I just want to live in the past for the rest of my life. By the way, I'm only 17. Yeah. So there's not much of a past to live in. But still, Mm -hmm. I get it. It's a traumatic event. Um, she goes to school, uh, she hangs out with her best friend, Gertie. Uh, now we'll recognize Gertie. Her name is, the actress is Aaliyah Shuck, Shuck, Shuckat. And we'll recognize her from the green room. She was the bass player. Oh, yeah. Uh, very recognizable actress. I wouldn't say she's attractive. No. And to be honest with you, they never seem to do much to make her attractive. Nope. Like, she just... But you're the homely girl, and that's who you're going to be. Yep. <laughs> in case we connect for, the dots. In case we forgot, we're going to name your character Gertie. Yeah. Short for Gertrude, I ex- mm-hmm. assume. <laughs> oh, God. And we're going to make you wear old lady clothes mm-hmm. just to really hammer that point home. Yeah. Uh, Gertie's cool though. She's kind of a punk rock chick. Uh, we meet a young man who's very interested in Max. His name is Chris. <laughs> Uh, he's, they've got a study date at the diner and Chris has, Chris is actually helping them study. Usually it's the other way around. I thought that was kind of refreshing. Mm -hmm. Uh, and he's like, oh, I, you know, I already made copies of my notes for you, but here's some things they're going to quiz you on. And then in pops Gertie's brother, Duncan. He was hilarious. Who was the resident horror head. Yeah. And he's like, oh, Max, yeah. 
hey, we're doing a bloodbath, uh, camp bloodbath movie thon at the theater. And I, I told the, what did you call them, bathmatics or something like that? <laughs> something like, like the that. Camp bloodbath fan club. <laughs> that you'd be there because you're uh, the actress's daughter. And she's like, no, I don't want to go. It's the anniversary of my mom's death. Bah. But he eventually offers to do all of her homework for her for the <laughs> right. semester. I would have been in. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Do all my homework for me? Yeah. What do you want? I'll suck your dick, man. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you do it all? You get me a passing grade? Fuck yeah. Let's do it. Uh, she's like, oh, all right, fine. So now we cut to that night. Uh, Gertie and Max show up at the, the movie theater for the Bloodbath and Bloodbath 2 uh, movie thon. Mm-hmm. Chris just pops up. Boom! Hey, I'm here. I thought maybe you could use some support. And they're like, "Oh, that's so nice of you to come." And he's like, "Yeah, I could leave though if you want." Chris is a super nice guy. Oh yeah, and he looks like uh, the jock of the group too, which mm-hmm. is usually kind of contradictory because right. normally they're the ones with their dicks out. <laughs> up, 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 up pops Chris's ex girlfriend Vicky. And Vicky is wanting some of Chris's dick. Mm-hmm. And you can tell. She's like, hi, I'm here. Oh, fancy meeting you here. I didn't know you were yeah. coming. He's like, oh, you didn't see my Facebook post? You didn't see that? And she's like, no, I don't look at Facebook. By the way, you lost three followers since yesterday. Mm-hmm. All right, clearly you do, you knucklehead. Uh, and she is just all over Chris's shit, like, from the word go. Max doesn't really care because she's not all that interested in Chris to begin with, but Chris is clearly interested in Max. We've got this whole teenage fucking triangle going oh, on, yeah. buddy. Well, yeah. look out. Who's going to... high school all over again. Give somebody a hand job at some <laughs> point. I don't know what's happening. Finger <laughs> right? banging in the first degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go in. They get uh, situated. Uh, Duncan comes out, and he trips over the little velvet rope thing. It's hilarious. Uh, eventually, they go in and start the movie. Now... I don't know what exactly triggers this, but there's like a weird synchronicity that takes place to where uh, a guy in the movie lights a cigarette as a guy in the crowd lights a joint, and then another guy in the movie like cracks a beer open and takes a pull as a guy in the audience like cracks open a bottle of vodka and takes a, a shot. And then the guy with the vodka drops it, and the, the I thought that shot was really cool. Where yeah, the bottle it was. of vodka is yeah. rolling down the thing, and it's just leaving a big trail of vodka it, all the way. It's almost the simultaneously with the movie too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I think I don't know if that like led to the portal being opened right. or something like that. But make a long story short, uh, joint guy drops an ash on the vodka that was already spilled, which creates a giant flame uh, trail all the way to the screen. Uh, that's happening just as the scene where, um, Max's mom makes her appearance on screen. So Max gets a little emotional and she's like, I got to get some air. And she starts walking towards the exit, but then the whole place catches on fire. Yeah, the curtain's right in front of her. Yeah. So everybody freaks out and starts running back and forth as they want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max is like, oh my God, is there an exit behind the screen? And Duncan's like, yeah. So she grabs a prop machete that some costume doofus brought and uh, just as Billy, the killer from the movie, is doing like his big stab, she's doing the same stab into the screen to cut it open to get yeah. to the exit, which creates a portal. A portal. <laughs> portal time. Uh, who do we have? We have uh, Gertie, Duncan, Chris, Vicky, all jump through the, the portal. And Max like turns around and looks, and she sees the theaters on fire, and she's like, what the fuck? And then somebody grabs her and pulls her into the portal also, and then they magically wake up in the woods. 
Whoa. What the fuck, man? It was like, all of a sudden they appeared in Scooby-Doo land. Oh, shit. It's, <laughs> what the hell? Uh, now they're in the woods. And uh, everybody kind of comes to in the woods. And they're like, what the fuck? It's, it's, we're in the movie theater. Did it burn down? I don't know. Uh, they all kind of get together. And, you know, what happened? I don't know. Uh, pretty soon, like, down this road that they all convened on comes a yellow uh, Volkswagen van from the early 80s. <laughs> Just like in the movies, uh-huh. and it's being driven by two of the main characters from the movie. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, oh my god, is this the way to Camp Bluefinch? And they're like, uh, okay, bye, and then they just keep driving. Mm-hmm. Exactly 92 minutes later, <laughs> here comes the same Volkswagen van, Yep. and here with the same two characters, oh my god, is this the way to Camp Bluefinch? They're like, I guess it's that way. Okay, thanks, bye, and then they take off again. 92 minutes after that, they come by again. Oh, my God, is this the way to Camp Bluefinch? And this time, Duncan's like, yeah, it is. Uh, We're counselors also. Can we catch a ride? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, yeah, hop in. So they all hop in, and they're all going, what the fuck? We're in the fucking movie. Yeah. We're in the fucking movie, dude. Mm -hmm. Um, Not a good place to be, man. Not a good – I mean – we, oh, all, we wow. think it would be fun to be in an 80s slasher. <laughs> right. Number one, you're going to get fucking laid. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Chances are you better believe you are. Probably by a hairy bush. Um, you're also probably going to get dead mm-hmm. in a gruesome fashion. So I, I don't know, man. I, I mean, you don't want to just stay there uh, on the side of the road until you starve to death, clearly. Right. You got to do something. But at the same time. I mean, it would be nice to get my dick sucked, but at the same time, I don't want to catch an arrow through the neck there, yeah. buddy. Or, you know, get impaled on some deer antlers. That's why you got to stop them right there when they ask where, where you headed. Yeah. <laughs> Turn around. Let's go. Let's, <laughs> yeah. I'm headed to the airport. Let's go that way. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I don't know, but they all hop in. They make it to uh, Camp Bluefinch, just like in the movie. Mm-hmm. They hop out. They see all the other characters in the movie. While they're in the van, uh, Max gets to, like reunite with her mom but not her real mom it's the character that her mom played as being played by her mom right which is kind of emotional she's like oh my god it's it's you and she's like yeah i'm going to camp bluefinch i'm a i'm a camp counselor yay and she's like yeah (laughs) she's like oh you're a little homesick huh it's okay we'll have a lot of fun and then they get there, and then they meet all the other characters, and everybody's seen the movie, so they all know who is who and what's what order they're going to die and stuff. <laughs> Tina's hilarious. <clears throat> Tina's great. She is the uh, slut of the group, and she is just dying to get some oh, some peepees, buddy. She <laughs> yeah. wants a lot of them. Um, I didn't think she was all that attractive. No, I didn't be either. With you, I mean, she had a decent body on her, but something about her face just very. <sighs> I'm trying to think. Was she the one that played in American Horror Story? I thought that too. Yeah, it is not her. It's not her. No, it's not Pepper. Pepper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, not. Okay. No, it is not. I looked yeah. on IMDb. All right. But for I like in the face, just almost. I could see it. I could definitely yeah. see it. Okay. Uh, they get there. Uh, Tina the slut is like immediately throwing herself at Chris and like grinding on him and stuff. Um, what was the name of the doofus guy? The workaholics guy. Hold on, I'll look it up. Oh, I don't remember. He was great, though. He's like, I'm going to bang all these chicks because I'm a horn dog. Oh, yeah, look at me. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but they know like who's going to die at what time and by you know who's who's going to get the axe. Who's yeah, they know the sex. movie by heart. Oh yeah, his name was Kurt, by the way. Uh, now, because we know that, we know that Max's mom is going to have sex with Kurt, and then they're both going to get killed immediately after. Right. So Max is on a cock blocking mission to keep her mm-hmm. mom. Uh, getting killed. Plays the character of, uh, oh, I just fucking lost it, Na- uh, Nancy. she got to keep Nancy away from Kurt because if they have sex with each other, they're both going to die. Mm-hmm. So she's like in cock blocker mode. Yeah. Uh, great. Uh, Vicky gets the ingenious idea, well, why don't we just steal the van and drive our fucking selves out of here? But right? Kurt's like, oh, you want to borrow my van? I need to fuck you first. And she's like, ah, <laughs> yeah. whatever. So he takes the keys and just throws them in the woods. Genius. Yeah. Fucking genius. You never plan on driving that van again, dickhole? <laughs> right. Just think at some point in the summer you're going to magically happen upon those keys. So now they're out like traipsing through the woods trying to find the keys. Well, and he was thinking with the wrong head. Clearly. <laughs> clearly. I don't know which head that was. But, uh, and now we happen upon our first kill scene, which is the... Weird hippie chick who happens upon a hiker in the woods uh, as she's picking berries or whatever, and then out pops Billy and kills them both. Because they know this is going to happen, they get to watch from like a safe distance. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we need to save them. And, and Duncan's like, no, 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 we, we can't affect the outcome. We just right. have to observe. So they hang out like underneath this tree log while Billy pops up. These two are on the on the point of having sex, and then Billy... Kills the hiker and then uh, kills uh, the hippie girl, too. Mm-hmm. Now, we are of the understanding at this point that Billy is unable to stray from the script. Billy the killer. Right. Uh, so they're, like, trying to take selfies with him and stuff. <laughs> and funny. Like, this whole philosophical conversation takes place while Billy is just standing there. Yeah. Like, four feet away, just watching them trying to figure out what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> Duncan's hilarious. Yeah, Duncan's, Duncan's like taking selfies with him. Oh, don't worry. He can't touch us. Not even facing him. No, yeah. No, he's <laughs> like, no, don't worry about it. No, it's totally cool. And then for a second, we think everything is right because Billy just walks off camera. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, flying machete. <laughs> catches Duncan right in the love handle. <laughs> yeah. Which I don't think would kill you, but no. it would hurt like a son oh, of a man. bitch. Oh, man, yeah. God damn. Uh, Duncan goes down. Obviously, they the re- the remaining four are like, "Oh shit, he can hurt us!" Mm-hmm. So they immediately haul ass. Yeah, go running back to the main cabin. Uh, everything is cool there for a minute. Uh, Max has to again like cock block uh, Kurt and her mom. Uh, they're having the big conversation. Oh, you know, don't have sex with that guy. He's a loser. Oh, but he really likes me. Oh, he just says he likes you, but does he act like he likes you? Oh, maybe I need to make better life choices. I don't know. It's a whole. It's yeah. a whole ass thing. How do you think about it that? Yeah. Way? While that's happening, Gertie is downstairs, and Billy pops up in one of the windows. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Oh my God, it's Billy! It's Billy!" They all come running downstairs to see what's going on, to include like the actual character counselors. They go rolling in. What's happening? I don't know. Uh, Billy's here. Oh, shit. So this is when Nancy goes into flashback mode and we get the backstory of Billy. That was pretty cool. It was pretty cool because, like, the the flashback is, like, encompassing. So mm-hmm. it captures. And black and white. Yeah. They're like, what? we're all turning black and white. What the fuck? I'm having <laughs> yeah. a stroke. Um, but they get put in the flashback, too, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Uh, the backstory of Billy is pretty pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, bullied kid in the 1950s at the camp. Uh, he tried to hide in a Outhouse. shitter. Yeah, a shitter, and they threw some M80s in there while he was in there. Birds all over his body. So he ran off into the woods, and then he came back and killed the counselors that did it to him. And uh, now that's the big legend of, of yeah. Camp Bluefinch. You think that'd be end of story, you know? Like, Pre- pretty. Oh, much. he killed all of his you know people that tortured him. All right, that's it. Yeah, he basically turned into the crow, and now he's good to go. He can go back to being a fucked up kid. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, something. I don't know. I think we call it even now. Uh, but apparently, the the scary story is that he comes back to kill counselors randomly, and now we all need to watch out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we come out of flashback mode. And they're like, oh, God, what do we do? So we're paraphrasing here, but the they basically break it down. Here comes the, the last remaining counselor to show up. Her name is Paula, and she's the bad bitch of the group. Mm-hmm. Now, Paula is in the movie, Camp Bloodbath, is the survivor girl. Yeah. Uh, she's a virgin, but she's got like a hard edge to her. She drives a Camaro, and she wears a leather jacket. Yeah. And uh, in the movie, she is the survivor. The hero. Yeah. yeah, she's the one that kills Billy. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So they kind of tell everybody, hey, we've seen this movie. This is what happens. You two are going to have sex, and then he's going to kill you both. And then uh, this one's going to happen. And then we're, if, as long as we hang out with Paula, I think we'll be okay. But then Billy pops up halfway through the story. Everybody panics and goes running out of the cabin at full speed. Mm-hmm. Paula jumps right into her Camaro. Kurt jumps in with her and punches the gas. <laughs> uh, they go hauling ass out of the camp like we're gonna we're gonna make a break for it. Just as they're like coming across the the camp uh, archway thing, whatever the entrance to the camp, Duncan comes staggering out like. <laughs> Oh, I got a machete in my side, but I think I'm going to be okay. And they run him right over. Yeah. And then Kurt's like, oh, my God, you killed fucking Duncan. And then, of course, she smashes into a a fucking totem pole. And uh, Kurt gets killed immediately. He does like a backward scorpion thing. On the, on the grass outside the car, while Apollo's unconscious inside the car, and then the car explodes. Yeah. Boom. There goes Kurt and our survivor girl, Paula. Mm-hmm. Both gone in the wind. Oh, shit. Everybody is still screaming and running around and freaking out. Poor Duncan. Yeah, Duncan. Duncan got it bad. <laughs> uh, nasty stuff. Uh, now we got to figure this out, dudes, because, you know, the, but Billy's going to show up and he's going to kill us all, and uh, we can't find the keys to the van. The Camaro just blew up in a fiery fireball, and Paul is dead. So we got to come up with a whole new plan here, buddy. We got to mm-hmm. do it fast. So we gather everybody together. Uh, again, we have a lot more touching moments between Max and Nancy. Oh, you're you're so much oh, smarter yeah. than this. Oh, you're yeah. my new best friend. Okay, and it's that's a whole thing. <laughs> but uh, Chris comes up with this ingenious trap that they're going to set for Billy. Because they remember that in the movie, the only way you can kill Billy is if you get his machete away from him and kill him with that. Right. And it has to be done by a virgin. So very quickly, we got to do some calculations. Who here is a virgin? There's a lot of, like, gray area about, like, oh, well, remember that guy last year? Yeah, Gordy, Max was like, Gordy, you're a virgin. She's like, well, (laughs) remember... And then... uh, other guy was. Yeah, Chris is like, Vicky, you're a virgin. No, you're a slut. (laughs) (laughs) actually you are a slut (laughs) max you're it yep so but luckily they figure out that um max is basically trying to save nancy because that's her mom so Mm -hmm. she is saying okay 
Nancy, you technically, I've cock-blocked you, and Kurt is no longer in the movie, so you're still a virgin, because you didn't get de-virginized upstairs by Kurt. Mm -hmm. You can be the survivor girl. Yay! Okay, excellent. So they set this ingenious, somewhat, seemed like a good idea trap to start with. Uh, Tina's there, and she's the slut. And they've oh got her. Gosh. They've got her all duct taped up because she has to keep her clothes on, <laughs> yeah. and she cannot keep her clothes on. She's got mitts. She's got oven mitts. <laughs> she's got a lifeguard vest on. Uh, she is ready to rock. And somehow got a hold of some Adderall. Well, we're getting that. Okay. Uh, they're like, okay, here's the plan. Uh, we're going to cut Tina loose. She's going to dance all sexy, and Billy's going to oh come God. in. And then uh, we're going to set all these traps up around here. It's going to be great. So they set up all these cool traps. And uh, basically the idea is to lure Billy into the cabin, uh, at which point several possible traps could go off. Uh, not necessarily killing Billy, obviously, but incapacitating him to a point where mm-hmm. they can get the machete. At which point they do a uh, handoff to Nancy. She comes in and kills him with the machete because she's a virgin. And closing credits, the end. Hopefully. Hopefully that's how things are going to (laughs) go. Not necessarily, though. (laughs) So while they're setting up the traps and having more touching moments between uh, Max and Nancy, um, Vicky manages to... Yeah. Tina gets manages to get a hand loose, and she finds Vicky's Adderall, and takes uh, anywhere between one and thirty of them. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, but enough to get her blown Amped out. Up. Yeah, blown out into the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, uh, "Dudes, we got a little problem here." And uh, Nancy, even though she's still in the oven mitts and the the life vest, is just like. Spinning around in circles, and oh, this is going to work, gonna work, it's gonna work. And she's like, I'm hyper focused, I'm ready, I'm ready. So, very quickly, they get everything ready to go, and they're like, put on the uh, dance music. <laughs> they cut Tina loose, she <laughs> starts dancing very fast. I wouldn't say it was sexy, no, it, it was, was almost, humorous. Yeah, it's it almost like a uh, anti meth commercial, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Don't let this happen to you. And she's just ripping clothes off and oven mitts and duct tape and spazzing out right in front of the open door with the music. And they're supposed to be having this. I think she deserved an Oscar off of that performance. Oh, dude. I read in the uh, IMDb trivia that to get herself worked up, the actress just slammed like three uh, energy drinks and just went to town. And that whole dance situation was all improvised. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, she was hammering it. Wow. Uh, pretty soon, here comes Billy. We know he's coming because everybody can hear the ch 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 ch. So they're like, oh, here he comes. Here he comes. Get ready. Everybody get ready. He starts walking towards the front door of the cabin where Tina is still spastically dancing. Uh, unfortunately, before he actually gets inside, she completely loses her shit and goes running directly into one of the traps, which is a tripwire with a bear trap right behind it. She trips on the trip wire and slams her face into the bear trap, decapitating herself instantly. <laughs> yeah. Tina is now out of the equation. <laughs> fuck. Fucking fuck. Fuck her. Uh, well, really, she even flashed Jason. She did. Billy. Billy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We don't, we don't get to see the girls. But to be honest with you, I didn't really want to see them. They weren't that. They didn't look no. all that great. Uh, that sucks. Tina's out of the equation. Billy walks in with his machete and he's like, I'm going to kill somebody. Uh, Chris is standing right off to the side. So he's like, no. And then we get a predator esque, um, 
big log, uh, like fucking pendulum swing with a big log with spikes on it. Boom! He slams the door behind Billy. The log swings down. Uh, Gertie and the black guy, I think his name was Brian? I don't remember. I forget. Uh, Gordy's let, interest. Yeah, they uh, they let that go. The thing swings down, smacks into Billy, knocks him up against the door, which has a bunch of deer antlers on it, and impales him. And he's like hanging Deca- up on it. Yeah, deca- or incapacitating him. So the black guy's like, yeah, we did it. We got him. So he goes running down there get, like to get the machete. Gets within arm's reach, and Billy comes back to life and stabs the black guy with the machete. Isn't he trying to get a selfie or something? Uh, there was something that was like, no, you got to get closer. Get closer. Yeah. So yeah. maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he got too close. Billy wasn't dead, clearly. And he shanks him with the machete and kills him. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Nancy and uh, Max on the upper landing. They've got bow and arrows. With flaming arrows. Yeah. So they're like just letting them fly and just riddling Billy with these flaming arrows. Very cool. Not even doing anything. That doesn't bother him. He doesn't give a shit. Mm. But he's walking up the stairs towards them with his flaming arrows sticking out of his chest. Uh, He follows them into a bedroom where we have Gertie and Vicky. And they've got a Carrie-esque bucket full of gasoline Mm -hmm. suspended from the rafters. So they think that once Billy walks in, they're going to pull the... The carry bucket, and it's going to douse him in, in gasoline, and he's going to go up like a Roman candle. Uh, he goes walking in there. Uh, they're over there, crouched behind a bookcase. Uh, before, they're pulling it, but the fucking... The, it wasn't working. No, the bucket is stuck or whatever. Uh, so Billy just pulls the bookcase over and traps both of them. Immediately stabs Gertie, killing her. Uh, and then we get like this touching scene with Vicky. Just go, go, get out of here, save yourself. It's okay. I'm going to die anyway. Uh, so Chris, Nancy, and Max jump out of the window. They've got like a ladder situation. Mm-hmm. And then that's when Vicky pull, finally manages to pull the bucket, and it creates a big explosion Woo! up there, killing uh, her and Gertie immediately. And uh, they're downstairs, Chris, Max, and. Um, uh, Nancy and they're like, oh, that was cool. And then we go to slow motion. What's going on? And Billy, now on fire, jumps out of the third story window in uh, slow in motion, slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> and lands and starts chasing them on fire with a flaming machete. <laughs> pretty dope, actually. <laughs> that was actually pretty cool. Uh, they go running off into the woods. Eventually, they jump, try to jump over this little ravine thing, but like it looked like they just fell into it. <laughs> well, they they like get up in the air and then immediately slow motion stops and then they just slam into the ground. Oh, okay, which was kind of harsh. <laughs> so they're like, "Ah, oh, shit! What are we gonna do?" So Max is like, uh, flashback, flashback, start telling the story again, make it a flashback, make it a flashback. So very quickly, Nancy like starts telling the story again, which takes him back into flashback mode, which basically removes Nancy from the equation, but puts uh, Billy in the flat, like adult, full grown Billy mm-hmm. in the flashback where he gets run over by the car in the reenactment or whatever. Okay, very cool. Um, What's a fucking uh, Chris and Max are in the flashback with Billy. We see little kid Billy go running off into the woods after he gets hit with the M80s. So they're like, let's follow him. 
So they go taking off, and what we find is that there's a whole other separate cabin, like, out in the woods that's mm-hmm. been abandoned for some time, and that's where Billy would go to hide. So they know where that is now. We come out of flashback mode, and now, uh, luckily, Max, in flashback mode, managed to grab the machete after uh, he dropped it after he got hit by the car. She comes out of flashback mode, and she still got the machete. But, apparently, while they were in flashback I guess what happened was when Billy got hit by the car, it knocked him out of flashback mode. Because when Chris and Max come out, Billy's already got Nancy and he's dragging her off into the woods. Yeah. So that's the only thing I could think of. I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know. You got to not think about this one, buddy. Right. Stop thinking about it. <laughs> so they come out. They see Nancy getting dragged off into the woods. They're like, oh, shit. Uh, they have his machete, which is great. They go chasing after Nancy. Uh, but unfortunately, just before they do, uh, Billy stabs Chris with like a smaller knife. Mm-hmm. So now Chris is wounded. So uh, Max like gets him up and takes him to a church, which I guess was part of the summer camp. I assume. I don't, uh, yeah, I assume. I don't know where. It, why, why else you'd have a church in the middle of the woods? But she takes him there, and she's like, "Hey, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine." He's like, "No, don't leave me. I don't want to die alone." And she's like, "I'm going to get us out of here, man. Just calm your ass down. I got to go find uh, Nancy." So, assuming that Billy went back to the old abandoned cabin, which was like his hideout when he was a kid and took Nancy there, um, Max grabs the machete and goes hauling ass over there trying to find Billy. Gets there. He's got like a menagerie of all the dead kids that he killed. He's got them like propped up on the walls and sitting in chairs and stuff. And for some fucking reason, he's keeping Nancy alive. Didn't make a lot of sense. Stop thinking about it. Stop thinking about it, buddy. (laughs) You're thinking about thinking about it. Don't do that either. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Max gets in there, uh, gets Nancy out. We get a little bit of a fight there. Uh, luckily, they get out, <clears throat> they get out of there. But as they're escaping, uh, Max gets stabbed by Billy. Nancy carries uh, Max back to the church and like sits her down next to Chris, and she's like, Max is like, "Oh, it's okay, it's okay. I saved you. You here, take the machete." Go kill Billy, and then that'll be okay. And then she's like, no, I can't, I can't. She's like, no, I'm going to save you. And she's like, no, 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 no. If I go get killed by Billy right now, that'll make you the survivor girl. So I'll go, I'm going to go get killed. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, don't, I'm going to go get killed. You don't get killed. I'm going to get killed first. And we have like a little back and forth over who's going to save who. Um, very touching, very, you, you already saved me because you were my friend and you were my mom and all this fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine, whatever. Uh, make a long story short, uh, Nancy goes out there, uh, does a sexy little dance, which brings Billy to her. He <laughs> creeps up on her and stabs her and kills her, which apparently, like, heals max because she now has to be the survivor girl Mm -hmm. so she picks up the machete and because she's now the survivor girl she naturally becomes a samurai warrior so we she goes running out there to fight billy there's like a whole crouching tiger hidden dragon sequence yeah he'd hit her she'd go flying flying, but then she does like a matrix slide underneath the knife when he throws it at her yeah and uh meg is fun is fine it's whatever uh make a long story short she cuts billy's head off and then she pops up, and she's like, ah! Credits start rolling over the horizon, and Chris kind of limps his way out. They both just kind of hold each other and look up at the horizon as the credits are rolling. And they're like, oh, we made it to the end of the movie. Yeah. That was pretty funny. That was. And then uh, there's like that end title sequence, 
And then, like, the, the film starts getting all shaky, like, something's mm-hmm. going to happen. What's going to happen now? I don't know. Like the change of film. Yeah, like change of reel. Yeah. And what's going on? I don't know. Just hold me. Okay. It's like a whole earthquake thing. And then, uh, boom, they all wake up in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And uh, Max is there, and she's in a bed right next to Chris. Chris is unconscious. She's like, oh, what the fuck? She can hear voices on the other side of the curtain, so she pulls it back, and all the other kids are there. Yeah. Vicky's there. She's fine. Duncan. Uh, Duncan, Gertie, they're all fine. Uh, <clears throat> so apparently, but they all have, like, scars from yeah. where they got hit with machetes and stuff. Um, the only thing I don't understand is why Vicky wasn't, like, covered in burns over her whole body. Oh, yeah. Because she got blown up. Don't think right? about it. Oh, yeah, I'm not thinking about it. <laughs> God damn it, buddy. Got to stop thinking. Um, whatever. Uh, they're all there, and they're like, oh, no, it really happened. Look at her. I got mm. fucking stitched together, and I got a technus shot. And they're like, oh, shit. Yeah, okay. So, but then as they're having this conversation, and they're like high-fiving each other, here it comes. <laughs> oh, shit. Is Billy back? No way. I cut his head off. So they all kind of poke their heads out in the hallway, and they see, like, a hot doctor making out with a hot nurse. Mm-hmm. And then they start seeing, like, Rubik's Cubes and Tab Cola. They're still in the fucking 80s, buddy. Yeah. And then Billy crashes through the, the hospital doors. And Duncan's like, yes, we're in Camp Bloodbath 2. The sequel. <laughs> Kicked so much ass. And that's the end of your movie, man. Yeah. What would you think of uh, The Final Girls, Amigo? <sighs> I love it, man. Me too. Dude, this is a fun movie. It is. Uh, mostly comedy. I think yeah. Adam Adam Devine made made it for me. Yeah. You know, just being the fucking sleazebag that he is. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and some of the outtakes that they did during the, the ending of it, too, yeah. was pretty funny. Yeah, me and Deacon were watching those right before he left for football practice. <laughs> uh, good stuff. I saw it on Amazon Prime. I had to rent it. I'm probably yeah, going to go ahead and get the Blu-ray. Yeah, this um, is fun. Good show. Um, if you haven't seen it, inmates, it's worth a it's worth a watch. Definitely worth a watch. It's going to tug on your heartstrings a little mm-hmm. bit, and I don't, bit. I don't necessarily condone that type of behavior, but I will this time because mm-hmm. I thought it was funny and it was a good show. PG thirteen. PG thirteen. Yeah, you don't actually get to see any boobs. So mm-hmm. if you're thinking you are, don't because there's none. <laughs> Although there is like a second and a half of a Tasia Farmiga shower scene. But all you can see is her face. Right. So that's kind of disappointing. You could probably beat off to it if you're willing to put the effort in. Pause it. But yeah, you got to get in there and slow kinda, motion. I think I see an areola. <laughs> all right, inmates, let's take us a little break here. Mm hmm.
Hey, inmates. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we're back, buddy. Yeah. Yes, sir. I feel better now. I feel better about, uh, uh, well, I went to the bathroom. So that that's the main reason I feel better. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I wasn't feeling that bad. I just had to go to the bathroom. So I got that out of the way. I don't know why I'm, what I'm even talking about. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, where are you going words with Words are coming out, and uh, I should probably stop. You know, I got a confession. Yeah? I went to the bathroom, too. Well, we didn't go together. <laughs> no. Uh, two different bathrooms also. <laughs> worth, worth mentioning. Uh, how about three on a meat hook there, big yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. Three on a meat hook. This week's meat hook, top three Survivor Girls oh, there, buddy, yeah. buddy. Uh, why don't you kick it off with number three? Number three, Laurie Strode, Halloween. Very cool. Um, or which, which, now, there's several iterations. I know, which, is. if you had to pick one. What the hell was that? I don't know. I didn't hear anything. You didn't see that? Something like went flying, went ding, 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 and then onto the floor. I did not see that. <laughs> I think it's like a bead or something. I think I you're know. losing your mind there, that was fella. So weird. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, what do you got? You got uh, obviously Jamie Lee Curtis. You got Scout Taylor Compton. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. That's the one I would go with. I'm not yeah. mad at Scout Taylor Compton either. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't even tell you the chick in the new ones. What's her name? Well, that's not Laurie Strode anyway, because it's a sequel. Right. Right. So yeah, there's that. I, yeah, good choice. I would go with that one also. Yeah. Uh, my number three is going to be a little controversial because uh, there's two versions of her. In one, she dies. In the other one, she is a survivor girl. I'm talking about Barbara from Night of the Living Dead. Oh, yeah. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Barbara. Now, in the original, she dies. Right. But in the 1990 remake uh, by Tom Savini, she's actually the survivor girl. Huh. And she makes it out and she makes it to the rednecks. And they don't shoot her in the head. Wow, uh, you know, like they did Ben in the original. They kill they kill him in the remake also, mm-hmm. but she's kind of a bad bitch. She starts off as catatonic Barbara, just like in the original. You know, all freaking out, and we have to get to Johnny. Oh, he has the keys. <laughs> but then, like halfway through, she's like, "Look at how slow these zombies are. We could just walk right past them. What are we doing here?" Mm-hmm. And then she gets some guns, and then she just starts running around killing zombies. Hmm. I go, Barbara. Yeah. How about uh, number two there, buddy? Sydney Prescott, scream. If Jason were here, he'd kick you right in the throat <laughs> for picking uh, blockface Sydney Prescott. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at Sydney Prescott. I think, uh, you know, when that movie came out, it was just, I don't know, there was, it, it was perfect. Do you think that the character of Sydney Prescott got diluted down as the series went on? Yes. At what point do you think, like, how far do you, like, Three. Again and again and again, yeah. people just keep trying to kill her off. 
using the same stupid fucking mask and, and costume. Mm-hmm. At some point, if I'm Sidney Prescott and I see anybody wearing that mask and, pre- and costume, just I'm just going to fucking blast them. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. I'm Sidney fucking Prescott. I get a free... Li- you don't want to get killed? Don't wear don't that wear fucking that costume. Don't wear that stupid mask around yeah. me. Yeah. Get fucked. That's what I <laughs> yeah. say. I think like maybe... Probably, well, Scream Three. 3 was complete garbage. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Scream 6 either. Uh, 4, I've kind of grown to appreciate. 5 was okay. I don't think we needed to kill Dewey off, but that's fine. Right. Um, I think probably the breaking point would have been, what probably would have been right at the beginning of Scream 2, right? Like, uh, for looking for a psychological break yeah, in Sidney Prescott. Scream 2... You're in a college in a new town. Here comes another a-hole in the fucking uh, scream get-up mm-hmm. looking to kill somebody. Yeah. That's when I lose my shit. Mm-hmm. And I either stab you to death or I shoot you or – I mean that's usually what she ends up doing. But I would do it on sight. Yes. You know, that's just my. That's just how I roll. My number two. Um, now, there's a difficult line to be drawn here also because while this girl was a survivor girl, she very quickly became a villain also, I'm talking about Amanda from Saw. Oh, yeah. Most notably Saw 2. Mm-hmm. Because in Saw 2, well, she was briefly in Saw 1 as a survivor. Right. Uh, Saw 2, she gets put back in the game. Right. But then at the end, you find out she's in on she's it. running the game. Yeah. So there's that. But she did survive. So yeah. I think I would call her a survivor. Yeah, girl. I would too. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about number one there? Buddy? Number one, Ellen Ripley. Alien. I had a feeling that one would be showing up in quite quite a few. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? First alien, I get it. Okay. Yes. You want to send me back there with those fucking things? I'm not going. No. I'm not, I don't care how long I was frozen or <laughs> right? what the fuck. You're gonna, oh, I got a whole military escort this time. No. 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 Do you see the things that attach to your face and fuck your throat? <laughs> face fuckers? Yeah. You think I want that? I don't want to be yeah. near those things. Uh-uh. I don't want to think about them. I don't want to look at them. I don't want to touch them, smell them, study them. I don't want anything to do with Mm-mm. them. No, I'm not going. No. Forget it. Uh, my number one is your number three, Lori Strode. Oh, okay. I go with, of course, Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, that girl can take a licking and keep on ticking. Yeah. She took a savage beating. And uh, I think uh, as far as the brutality and the punishment that, that came out of it, I, pref- I prefer Jamie Lee Curtis, but Scout Compton's, her iteration of Laurie Strode got it much worse. Like, yeah. just like... Rob Zombie's uh, uh, Michael Myers, if he didn't have a uh, knife, he will punch you to death. Right. Like he almost did Danielle Harris. He'll just rip you, just beat beat you to death with his bare hands. Mm-hmm. You didn't see uh, uh, John Carpenter's version doing that. No. He would just stab you and leave you hanging there, which right. is fine. Uh, we also have Jason Harrell's Three on a Meat Hook. He was kind enough to text them to me and then change it and text me another updated version. Uh, his number three is Ginny, uh, Amy Steele from Friday the 13th Part 2. Okay. It's a good solid one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I should have thought of this, Sienna, uh, Lauren Lavera from Terrifier 2. Oh, yeah. That's another one that took a beating and kept coming. Oh, man. Because Art the Clown put it on her, and mm-hmm. God damn, is she hot. Mm-hmm. When she gets in the little Valkyrie costume. Oh. Okay. And number one, of course, <laughs> Ripley Sigourney Weaver from Alien. 
Right on. Uh, we would like to know what your top three Survivor Girls are inmates. Let us know by next week. Just go to paddedroompodcast.com, click the contact link, mail at paddedroompodcast.com, or get us on the uh, mental health hotline, area code 775-387-0275. Mm-hmm. While you're contemplating that, I think it's time to get into the Terror Dome, buddy. Yes. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. I'm gonna bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll drive you crazy. I'll kill you all. I'll dream come true. Six year old child with this blind, pale, emotionless face. Welcome to the Terradome. First last week's winner, single competition. We had Jesse Lee from Near Dark versus the Monster from the Funhouse. The body was found in the carnival's midway just after sunup, completely bloodless and with the monster mask still covering his face. Carnies never asked questions and weren't about to start now. Jesse Lee was already a full state away and moving fast. They'd never find him or see him again. With a vote of 9-0 to zero. Wow! in the tournament's first blowout, we have Jesse Lee advancing over the monster from the Funhouse. Blowout. Yeah, I figured it was going to go that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one isn't so, so uh, cut and dry there, buddy. No? We are in the Inferno Conference round five. Wow. As usual, inmates, bear with me. I'm not much of a writer. <clears throat> it was far from safe, and he knew that. But the right amount of alcohol, frustration, and shock at the recent loss of a student had pushed Professor Seth Brundle over the edge. His teleportation pods had worked successfully in the past, but only with inorganic matter. The various animals he'd attempted had all arrived in pod number two, but only in horrific states of mutilation. His frustration at his inability to find out why, the loss of his student and inappropriate lover, Laura Barnes, and two days of binge drinking had brought him to this point. As he climbed into pod one, he didn't hear the text alert on his cell phone. Laura was texting from somewhere beyond the veil. She was in his mobile device, diagnostic consoles, and both control panels of pod one and pod two. Laura Barnes had become the ghost in the machines. Singles competition, we have Laura Barnes from Unfriended versus Seth Brundle from The Fly. What do you think of that one there, buddy? I want to go with Seth Brundle. Okay. <laughs> I got to go with Laura. Uh, I'll take a ghost over a monster, I think. It's not like he's going to be able to do the acid spit on her, right? I mean, he could smash the machines, I guess, but that's just going to fuck him up even worse. Hmm. 
I'm taking. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a toss up, really. <laughs> Apply whatever bizarro logic you'd like to to that one, inmates. Uh, it's Laura Barnes versus Seth Brundle. Get a hold of us. Let us know who you think's going to win that fight. Or you can just click the Terradome link on the Padded Room podcast page and vote there, and we'll get your votes either way. What do you think of that shit? In the meantime, we have to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a segment called "What Are You Looking At?" Yeah. What are you looking at? Buddy, I'm trying to catch up with the 80s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ever since I watched those documentaries, I realized how far behind on 80s horror I was. So I watched The Final Terror from 1983. Okay. Uh, Daryl Hannah and Joe Pantoliano from The Sopranos. Uh, Like a work crew goes out in the woods to try to... uh, I don't know, clear a dam or something like that. Of course, it's all like college-age kids, and they're really out there to smoke weed and fuck each other. But um, <laughs> crazy lady running around the woods killing them off. Okay. That's that's all you need to know, really. Uh, it's basically Friday the 13th, except we have a job to do instead of just hanging around a summer camp. Uh, what else we have here? Also, from the 80s, 1981, The Prowler. You seen this one? Sounds familiar. A lot of pitchfork kills in this one. Uh, college graduation dance. It starts off with a World War II vet coming back from the war and finding out his uh, girlfriend has hooked up with another dude while he was gone. Mm. So he kills them both. And then we cut to 30 years later and random killings start happening again by a dude wearing the same outfit as the World War II guy Mm. and using the same kind of methodology. A lot of things going on here that don't make a lick of sense. Okay. And aren't really fully fleshed out or explained. But it's from 1981, and it's got plenty of boobs in it, and uh, shower kills, and um, wow. yeah. So, you know, it was fresh off the heels of Friday the 13th, where we just saw the success of that one and started cranking them out, and not really worrying about plots or stories or characters. <laughs> just get some hot chicks in there, get their shirts off, throw some blood at them, and that's a wrap. <laughs> and that's all you need. We'll figure the rest out as we go. Uh, I watched that, and I also watched Godless, the Eastfield Exorcism. Have you heard of this one? Mm-hmm. It's from 2023. It's uh, pretty new. Uh, I saw this one streaming on Tubi. Um, it's not bad. It's not bad at all because okay. it starts off as demonic possession, and then it goes into um, – I don't want to spoil it for you, but – we try to get we try we try the traditional route of okay maybe it's just mental illness and then we take her that's not really doing anything so we jump right on the religious train and we go to this uh, spiritual healer who has like a cult built around him and he's going to perform the exorcism but things get very ugly from there and then uh, it doesn't end well for anybody really and apparently it's based on a true story which is even worse. Uh, found that one streaming on Tubi. That's uh, Godless, the Eastfield Exorcism. That's all I'm looking at, buddy. What do you got? Uh, I got to see The Final. I don't know if you've seen that one yet, 2010. Uh, that's the uh, uh, bullies, bullying kids and yeah. the kids all yeah come back uh, during the dance with their, their kick-ass costumes and tie everybody up. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. It's a good one. That one is a good 
got a good ending. Um, I checked out the, your recommendation of Hagazusa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was weird. Uh, well, at the end, when you're like, is she eating what I think she's eating? Yeah. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a harsh one, man. Yeah. Wander, W-A-N-D-E-R. Yeah, I never heard of that. What is um, it? Can't remember what that one is. Okay. I don't think it was that great. Apparently not. Uh, the Ring. Um, American just, or? Yeah, the American version. The, okay. Yeah. Uh, just because I hadn't seen it in a long time. So. That's still a good show. I yeah. think it holds up. Uh, Haunted Mansion, the new one at the theaters. Okay. Uh, that was really good based off the ride, not right. the Eddie Murphy one. Clearly. Yeah. Uh, Blue Beetle, another yeah. theater one. That was actually really good. Really? It's yeah. getting shit all over by like everybody. <laughs> really? Yeah, the comic dorks are shitting on oh it. Oh my gosh, I loved it. Okay. Uh, Pope's Exorcist. How's that? Um, it's pretty good. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it. Uh, Russell Crowe, right? Yeah, I haven't Russell seen Crow. it yet. Uh, Night Books. It's more like a kids type, uh, you know, ghost scary hunting. stories to yeah. tell in the dark kind of a thing. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Malevolent. Uh, I've oh. watched this one again. I, it's been a while since I've seen it. That's the one with the the back. Yeah. Right. Okay. Ah, action sequences were kick ass. The overall concept though was kind of silly, right? Yeah. She just all of her joints just bend backwards, and then she becomes this totally different guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. That's it. <laughs> yep, what that's did you it. What did you think of Malevolent? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the The action sequences were pretty dope. I thought. Yeah. But that the concept is very silly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Right on. That's yeah. all we're looking at. How about a little immersion therapy there, hot dogger? Yeah. Immersion therapy. I had high hopes, buddy. I don't know why I had high hopes, but I did. I said, Arkham Sanatorium Soul Eater. Okay, you got a Lovecraft thing going on. I know, no, I know. I know. I sat through every goddamn (laughs) second of it. I uh, a couple funny parts in there. I don't think they were supposed to be funny. No, <laughs> they were not supposed to be funny at all. It was. <laughs> there was. There was some very silly things going on. Okay, you got your paranormal uh, dudes going to investigate an abandoned asylum. Okay, I'm with you. Found footage. Probably going to be cheap as shit, which it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you put in the the Lovecraft element, and I'm like, okay, I got high hopes. I'm on board. And uh, what we got was just. A jumbled mess of fucking weird psychedelics, uh, foam rubber octopus face cult? fucking. What? <laughs> a cult? Yeah, there was like a weird cult thing at the end, like a rando ghost that pops up. Yeah. But she's like made of TV static. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. It's cheap. It, I checked out when the foam rubber octopus face fuck situation went down. And when they rolled out, quote unquote, Cthulhu, Cthulhu, who was a big fat guy in a gas mask. All right. Yeah. Have you even read Lovecraft, you fuckers? Or are you just pulling names at random and attaching them to people? (laughs) That must be what Cthulhu is with Lovecraft. Uh, Yeah. He's looking for Lovecraft. Lovecraft. Exactly right. (laughs) Roll down your face, bro. You got Lovecrafted. Ugh. That's dumb as shit. You're doing great. Keep on filming. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> God, that was bad, man. So many things wrong with it. I'm not going to hearken on it anymore. Buddy, save us before I do any more damage. All right. This week, let's check out 2023's The Pope's Exorcist. This is, uh, of course, with Russell Crowe. Of course. Uh, following Gabriel Amorth, the Vatican's leading exorcist, as he investigates the possession of a child and uncovers a conspiracy that the Vatican has tried to keep secret. Very cool. Yes. And you'll find this gem on Netflix. Got it. Check it out, inmates. We'll do the same and compare notes next week. But now, my friends, you must educate me. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. Well, me and my uh, girlfriend were taking a little cross-country trip, and uh, everything was going pretty smoothly until we had to pull over so she could take a leak. And then in this big wheat field right off the road there, we started hearing voices. And there's a little kid over there, and she's saying she's lost in the in the the wheat and i'll be like all right stay where you are i'll come in and get you and find you and pull you in, pull you out of there for you know what i'm lost in the fucking wheat <laughs> and now i gotta call my girlfriend hopefully she's done taking a leak she's got to come get both of us and now she's lost in the wheat <laughs> and we are now all lost in the tall grass buddy have you seen that one yeah not a bad show yeah not bad i read the book too it's uh significantly different really? but the the major points are the same. Hmm. Yeah, right on. Uh, who might I be this week, you ask? Well, buddy, I am a lonely uh, uh, janitorial engineer at a uh, at a fitness club. And uh, everything, I mean, I'm not a social guy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a bit of a weirdo. Uh, people make fun of me a lot. One day, the hottest blonde in the whole place tells me she wants to uh, to fuck me, and I need to go to the uh, the ladies' locker room after closing hours, and she's going to go in there, and uh, I'm going to bang her. I am very excited to be a part of this plan, buddy. I am ready to go, and son of a bitch, if I don't get in there, and uh, it's an elaborate trap. They make me put on a tutu, and then they throw me out the window, and uh, after that, I, I am kind of born again. Into a uh, like a, I'm like a whole different person after that tragic event, and I'm gonna I'm gonna clean up this town, buddy. Using my janitorial skills. That's right. That's what's gonna happen. Who might I be? You ask. Tune in next week, and I'll drop some knowledge on you, inmates. In the meantime, I think that's about gonna do it for us. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Join us next week. We're gonna be kicking off high school month here in the padded room. It's September. It's time to go back to school, buddy. I wish I was going to be here. I know. You suck. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good, buddy. Uh, Join us next week for Horror High from 1973, kicking things off. Uh, Like, comment, subscribe, of course, wherever you found this show. That helps our visibility quite a bit. We do have a Patreon campaign running. Just go to paddedroompodcast.com. You'll find everything you need to uh, there. Patreon links. Terra Dome, Meat Hooks, all the fun stuff. There's probably going to be some gay porn with mine and Buddy's faces superimposed. Or maybe not superimposed, Buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe somebody's spying on us. Hey, no. <laughs> that looks like my garage. What the hell? <laughs> yeah.
Uh, other than that, man, I think that's about it for us, buddy. You got anything else on the week? No. Four janitorial engineers who meet an untimely demise. Uh, people who lost parents but somehow reconnect with them in horror universes, multiverses, whatever. Um, summer camps. Um, fucking HP Lovecraft half-ass adaptations. Time warps. Time warps. Fucking octopus face-fucking survivor girls. <laughs> and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye and have a great week. Take my hands and dance with the heat